Hey, Will. Hey, Spencer. Yo. Hey. <laughs> hey, what's your favorite podcast besides this one? This one. Besides uh, this one. This one, one. again. <laughs> Always this one, but besides this one. Mm. About five different fantasy football podcasts. All right. Oh, All right. and uh, Mark Maron's podcast. Mm, WTF, WTF, right? WTF. Good. Yeah, and Stuff You Should Know. Mm, stuff You Should Know is a great one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Never Not Funny. And a show out of England called Answer Me This, which is uh, very, very cool. Um, the reason I ask is because the Comedy Zone podcast is presented by International Podcast Day. It's just days away. It's uh, September 30th. You can help spread the word about your favorite podcast, like, for example, this one. For more information and to find out how to spread the word about your favorite podcast, go to internationalpodcastday.com. Yeah. Groovy. From the Comedy Zone at the NC Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Spencer Taylor. Welcome to the Comedy Zone podcast. Happy to be with you on a on a rainy Friday. So it's, it's a rainy, Very rainy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rainy the past Friday. Two days. Yes, Spencer's here to brighten everybody's spirits. That's what Spencer does. <laughs> I don't think I do that. And she's got a mustache on her shirt. I do. I My think. friend made me this for. We were in a trivia team, and right. I'm just gonna stop because that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> I was like, that's, this is gonna sound cool. <laughs> right. It never does. Yeah, it's it's a right. It's a fun little shirt. That's that's a fun little shirt. Draws maybe unwanted attention to her breasts, mm-hmm. but it I does sit. Well, I well, um, <laughs> we're both married, so let's carry on. Uh, what so? The rain, the, the fall has started. I am. This so is happy. official. I this is your season. Summer. Yeah, fall and spring. I don't like the extremes. I hate freezing and I hate scalding because there's no, especially. I don't mind winter as much as I do summer because it's cold outside. You put on, you know, a coat and some gloves and you're fine. What do you do? There's only so much clothes you could take off in the summer and you're just still hot. It's horrible. Mm, so this is your time. Yeah, fall. I love fall. Love fall. What about you, Brad? What's your favorite? Uh, I like fall. I always associate fall with real positive things. The start of football season and mm. yeah. uh, stuff like that. Spring is also cool, too. Winter, I grew up in Michigan, so I I, I was over winter a long time ago. Yeah, I'm mm. from New York. Winter, no, yeah. no bueno. Nope. <laughs> no bueno? No. no bueno. I don't really have a favorite season. Uh, I just kind of roll with them. Which one has the most <laughs> holidays in it? You don't boycott any Which, of them. Nah. <laughs> I, I roll with all of them. The most holidays, I don't know. It depends. Like... I would say December has Christmas, yeah. but also Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa right? and, and right, right. But but you need to be all Festivus. those things to, right. <laughs> oh. to, you know, to celebrate them. So it doesn't really matter. Maybe I'm a spring. Um, my birthday's in the spring. I'm probably Mine a too. spring dude. Oh, yeah. When's your birthday? May. May 8th. 8th. I'm March 24th. I'm March 13th. Get the... I know. Get the water, I'm, not, I'm not going to lie. March is it's a stupid month. What? <laughs> just you guys, it's just a, what? It's a blah, horrible month. There's nothing going on in March. Are you crazy? You guys were born in March. It just made it just make it better for me. We're just dragging March down. Yeah. March is March is probably. I mean, March is like the start of spring, right? Yeah. yeah. That's when. Or you could look at it as the end of winter. Yeah. <laughs> Double positive. It, but it starts out so cold and miserable. Is anybody's favorite season winter? 
I don't think so. No. Well, some people some people are Christmas crazy or you know what I mean? And they, mm-hmm. they love that's all they associate with winter. They can look past the horrible cold and the snow and the sneezing and all that jazz. Well I I, I love snow for the first day, then I'm over it. Like oh. if it just snowed one day and then stopped and it got warm again, that would be perfect. Because then snow gets all gross. You know and what I mean? Slushy and slimy. Yeah. yeah. Inconvenient. Then you still have to go to work and ugh. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking about the conversation we had. I don't know if it was last podcast or the one, I think the one before last, yeah, two podcasts ago, about horror movies. Yeah. And I went to see this movie, this new M. Night Shyamalan. I didn't know he had new movies. Yeah, he's got a movie called The Visit. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's about these two kids that go visit their grandparents on like a farm uh, type of thing. Like they live out on off, off in the country somewhere. Yeah. And these people are stone cold crazy. Like they do, it's just wild. It like it's it, I, movies don't scare me anymore. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. But I was like, wow, that was okay. And you know, he's always got his little twist in it. Yeah. And the twists have been kind of man in the last couple movies. Yeah. But this was a solid twist. That's what that's the problem is when you have the expectation of a twist all the time yeah you know what i mean like what what do you do after a while you're like it, it has to either get really weird or you're gonna know what the twist well is the good be. the good thing is about this movie was i don't think anybody predicted the twist and i'm really good at knowing what's gonna happen in a show yeah or a movie i'm like this is gonna happen next in this but this one i it's was a like really good this was like six cents remember the six cents yeah mm-hmm. when it was like hold on bruce recently. was dead the whole time what Spoiler oh i haven't alert. seen it no, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I feel like you, there should be, there's like a statute of limitations. If you yeah, haven't no, seen the movie is. within like 10 yeah, years, you, then shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I agree. But, yeah. but don't you think though that Shyamalan kind of shot himself in the foot with the sixth sense? Because it was so great. Yes. And so good. And such a great twist. That, 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 one of my favorite moments it? in a movie theater is like how the audience reacts to things too. And, and, and as the light kind of started to come on, because you know, I saw it in a packed theater as the light kind of started to come on and people started to realize, oh, 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 wait. There was just this incredible moment of yeah. like, you know, 500 people in a movie theater all coming to the same realization at the same time. It was really, really cool. Yeah, that blew my mind. I was like eight yeah. when I saw it. I watched it with my <laughs> mom in the, in the living room. I was like, oh, God, this is so yeah. good. Yeah. And he's never, I think maybe yeah. he's always had to try to chase that. The village got pretty popular i don't know do you guys remember i remember the village the village Mm -hmm. i can we talk is that is that within 10 years can we talk about the okay i must have missed some key moment in the beginning because i thought that they uh, i didn't get the twist i was like all right where was the twist my mom's like it's modern day and i was like yeah I know that. Like, I right. thought they were just Amish. Amish country. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah they're, they're, uh, she's like, oh, there was a tombstone in the beginning that so said like 18 something. So you're supposed to think. And I was like, oh, I must have missed that because I just, I didn't yeah, see the twist. I, I was like, what was that? What was this movie? <laughs> so it's just like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah. That wasn't my favorite. <laughs> but that's, the, some, I mean, a lot of, th- some things are like that. The first one, you just can't, yeah. you know. That happened. There's an author, um, Jody Picoult. Either of you know, she wrote My Sister's Keeper. Mm-hmm. She, that book became a movie and it had uh, a fantastic twist 
Mm. Uh, like a, one of a, a heartbreaking, really, really good twist. So is and it then, a worth a read? So you oh, saying absolutely. I should go pick this up? Yeah, I would. Okay. I would I'm going to make that next on my list. And uh, so the twist was was so good that the rest of her books, and she pops out books like it's, well, like it's her job, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like we pop out jokes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she, there's a twist in all of them, but they get weaker and weaker because mm. that one was so good. She has, a, She has a good twist in like about three or four of her novels. And then after that, it's kind of, mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like she's just trying to shock instead of like thinking it through and making it good. She's just trying to. She's good. No, that don't effect. get don't get me wrong. I, I really like her as a writer, and I do enjoy her novels. She's but good. you, she, it's she's, hard. She's chasing that effect. Yeah. Exa- it's hard. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you know someone who had a, you know, an album that hit really big early. Yeah. Like I always think of Billy Squire, which is way before you guys. But you know, his first album was just huge, and then he spent you know the rest of his career trying, trying to, to chase it. that right. yeah, you you see that in comedy too um like with louis he at first he he was so unique in that he could come out and say these like these things that just people weren't saying especially like a white guy wasn't mm-hmm. saying and then it now just his last special i don't know it seems like he's just trying to shock a little more now because that's what's expected of him mm-hmm. more so than it was he had material that happened to be shocking you know okay Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like you can see that in pretty much any artistic genre. Well, I think except maybe painting. I feel because uh, <laughs> most people they're like dead after they get appreciated. Yeah. I don't think Picasso is like chasing some horse or something like that. I think he just everything and then he died and it became. Well, I know personally. Uh, ever since my first open mic, <laughs> I've been chasing how good that set was <laughs> for the last four years. Five, I, I, it's just, I can't recapture it, man. Mm-hmm. It was an electric night. <laughs> uh, everybody went, people. I might've got a standing ovation. I, I can't remember because there's been so many, so I don't know if it, it happened at that one, but it was so fantastic. And I'm like, I'm never going to, I'm never going <laughs> to catch that again. You should have stopped right there. <laughs> yeah. And then if you only. would always have that memory. Yeah, I, and they were going to give me the light, and the guy just smashed his flashlight. He's like, I'm <laughs> He slammed that shit on the floor. He was like, He turned this all the guy. lights off in the building. He's like, no, we don't want to confuse We him. don't want this to end. They shut the doors. We can never have anyone perform in this stage ever again. <laughs> that's right. That's right. They, it, people just were committing suicide. They're like, well, it was too. It was this earth-shattering. <laughs> I mean, people just couldn't believe it, man. They covered their eyes. They just did not handle Still it. Still talk about it. That's, yeah, so I've been chasing that. No, I'm. I'm. Uh, of course, I'm. I do with think. That. I do think that comics chase subconsciously the first that high, feels high. Um, the first laugh that they get. That's like a big pop. They're like, yeah, this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then for mm-hmm. and you get bigger laughs, but it never will probably impact you the same way that the first time. It's just such a ha. Huh, well, good. Right. <laughs> I did it. Well, that's how drugs are, right? I mean, the, the yeah. first time you have, you know, heroin, it's like, whew. and then for the rest of the time, you're hooked chasing that first high. So I've been told. Sure, Will Jacobs. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't mm. mess with the. You don't mess with heroin. The horse. <laughs> <laughs> heroin. Nah, I don't mess. It's, with it's the such hard a pretty stuff. name. It sucks that it's such a bad drug. Yeah, well, there's two <laughs> types of heroines, right? There's female heroines. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's like a nice name. Yeah. They should, they should name it something that makes it seem more scary, and then maybe people wouldn't try. Well, I think they renamed it heroin. That's what the cool kids called it. Really? Yeah, that's what they called the drug dealers called it a move heroin. Hmm. Yeah, you don't have Because meth, 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 you know what I mean? That sounds like ominous, like meth. It's science. I can't separate meth from how meth heads look. 
So yeah. now when I hear meth, I'm like, ugh. Meth just makes me itch because I took organic chemistry. So anything with methyl in it, just, I'm yeah. just like, I don't want to know. I don't, I don't Method wanna. to me used to, I think, thought a method man. Method. You know, Wu-Tang. Now I'm thinking a nasty, <laughs> ever since Breaking Bad. And crack, too. <laughs> crack. Oh. Crack. <laughs> you know, you crack. <laughs> That's what it does to you. It cracks you. Crack. Yeah, exactly. Right the head. No, the, they don't have just nice names. I can't think of any. Wait. Well, angel dust sounds pretty. Cocaine isn't terrible. But that that's just like a word. That doesn't have it. That doesn't ignite any feeling in me. No? You, no, because it's just What like about a Coke? Coke. Well, I like I like Coca-Cola, so that so that's that all. Yeah. Even, yeah. Uh, you want some Coke? Yeah. Oh, no, not that. Do I? So what do we call <laughs> What do people call weed now? I think weed. Dope. Oh, Older people call it reefer. Yeah. Yeah. All the names Mary, there is Mary Jane. Mary Jane. There was yeah, there's dope. Dope. Reefer. Reefer. Um, what loud now? But loud. That's de- that depends on like the quality loud? and stuff. Yeah, it depends on the. Qu- it's like more of a quality than just like a. Yeah. Like and there's Reggie. It, it de- there's a bunch of names for there's quality. There's grades for weed. Yeah, they're middies, you know. So yeah. Like, mm-hmm. There's those. Uh, yeah. There's headies. all kinds of. What is it? Headies. Like, headies. Like, it's like, that's like real good. Oh really? Headies. I wouldn't know. No, yes. I would have no idea about any of this from what you read. And yeah. then they got different names for what you roll. They got they used to they used to call them blunts. They call them spliffs, jays, well, joints. So, no, okay, they're different sizes. Yeah, they're different. I was gonna say, well, blunt is like thick. Right, right. Yeah, but they but there's different names jays, for the different. Just because of you know joint. Spl- is that where Jay came spliff from? Spliff is uh, British. That's British. So really? So they actually call all weed spliff. You you got any spliff? Like really? It's like a British thing. Yeah. Damn. Cause I used to, when I was young, cats would be like, "Yo, who rolling the spliff?" You know, and then I'd be like, "No thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm a scholar." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who said that? You would ask who's rolling the spliff? Just somebody would. Just uh, I really I, I just think incorporating British words. I had very <laughs> like I used to always be with a with a crew, and I always had a very like defined role. Like when freestyles broke out, I was the beat maker. I was the one that would. I feel like, like I didn't I, live a black enough life. <laughs> when, when freestyles bust out, I've never what? experienced that. Well, life. well, we talk. I think really what we're talking is city versus rural. You you probably didn't grow up in the inner city. No, I didn't. Yeah, I see, I grew up. I grew up like in the inner city, so that's. You know, like oh, maybe fifty years ago, it was guys sitting on the step, do up, do up, do up, <laughs> da, 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 da. like barbershop right, quartets around a, a big drum. Fucking got him when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> then you know it went forward, and people were sitting on the block rapping. And, you know, what is what's next then? I guess electronic music. So they're just making like beeping noises. Well, now the kid, but the kids are still doing that. Dun, 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 dun. Whoa. Dun, 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 huh. Like they'll, they'll say what? a couple bars and then they'll go, mm, and then they'll keep going. And then they'll say, uh, took her to the store and that's when I went there. Mm, and that's when I went to the tax. Mm. Like I they're doing that all, all through the high school. This is all on the internet. It's right. The, that's what, that's how they do. I took her back down. Dun, 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 dun. And then the whole group goes, mm. and then they got all the dances. The kids dance a lot now. They, there's yeah, a new dance. I see, yeah, I've seen. Like, I've I'm seen trying some to learn. Like that. Or do you try to learn them or you don't mess with them? No, I don't really. I mean, I'm trying to learn the Quan. I have no idea what that is. Oh, the Quan, man. I, 
the Quan is uh, my wife. Uh, my wife keeps up with that stuff because she listens to the to the radio. Okay. The young, ra- but uh, Beyonce just did the Quan. Chris Brown did the Quan at a. Re- it's a real. P- and matter of fact, they got um, uh, a footage of uh, some newscasters on the Memphis Evening News or something like that, and they all did the Quan. Like the Quan is the new dance. It's like the Soldier Boy. But now it's the uh, nothing, Brian. Jesus. Did you know it's? I, I don't know what it is either. But you know it's kind of funny. Like you know the Soldier Boy. Yeah, Superman. No Boy. Oh, but and you then never the, the there's like Nene, which I have the Nene. Yeah, that was like the. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying now. The kids do that one all the time. Now watch me wimp. Yeah. Now watch me Nene. They love that. That's yeah, and they like Hillary Clinton did that and stuff like. So there are people doing that. I've seen. Oh that. yeah. Oh yeah. That, these dancers are big. I'm. I'm it's funny because that that's like new. That's within the last 10 years, right? Where there's like a specific dance. Because I don't think at some point everyone's like, oh, have you heard of the electric slide? We have politicians doing it and blah, 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 blah. I feel like that's a lyric in the song. Have you heard of the electric slide? Yeah, yeah, I can tell you, you with some certainty in the 70s, it. there were no politicians doing any sort of dance. Yeah, exactly. I can tell, yeah, Richard Nixon did not do the nay nay. But they had the <laughs> hustle. <laughs> they had do the hustle. Yeah, but, but politicians like, weren't out doing it because they didn't care about the. Oh, you saying that this is a new yeah, thing where new political thing where, figures, yeah, not just political yeah, figures, yeah. but celebrities are all doing a certain dance. Okay, not that people didn't know what the electric slide was, but just you. that you wouldn't like turn on your TV and then see like you know a judge doing it or something like that well, to these, gain popularity. Yeah, these popular. I mean, well, it's it's different demographics now. You know, forty years ago, as long as you. Appeal to old white males, you could win. Yeah, yeah. now it's youth. But now, the that, that, yeah, they're running out of air. Like you got to appeal to a broader group of people. It's, Younger it's people. Scary. Are, you got to. I bet it was so much easier to be like, all right, I'm this political party. I just have to appease this small group of people, and like it'll and work it. out. And then now it's like I have to not offend anyone. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. you know, I have to stick to my guns. <laughs> so, but unless you're also, Donald Trump, right? Yeah, he, he didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I feel like a lot of this started with Bill Clinton playing that saxophone on Arsenio yeah, exactly. Hall. Yep. That was yep. a monumental moment. I mean, well, that- just appearing on a late night talk show, first of all, but then to actually, you know, do something that wasn't just, you know, stumping for votes. Yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, that was that huge. Really yeah. yeah. So, and then, uh, and then you see Obama bowling and shit, like, just doing stuff and they look they always look uncomfortable yeah. like they almost ne- except for bill on that sax bill was that was, <laughs> but, I was gonna say bill almost but never hillary's name like if you if you uh, had the sound off you might have thought she was having a heart attack yeah, she like, okay? just like, <laughs> like fred sanford i'm coming to join you like her hand was up in the air yeah. you didn't know what that was if you didn't hear the sound yeah because it must be an uncomfortable thing. All right, look at what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm just like you guys. <laughs> yeah, but they're not, and yeah. that's that they're not at at all. And and I I go between like, do I want them to be just like me? No, probably not. Mm. <laughs> I want them, I want them to be like politicians. I want them to come out of a box. I want them to have their ideas, and I want them to execute it. I don't yeah. I don't want to be relatable with them because I like to sit on the couch and watch television. I they don't should want my be politicians doing that. doing that. At least not for four years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not for the, not the amount of time I do. I don't want them Sp- eating what I'm eating. Speaking of politics, so I'm on the phone with my dad the other day, and my dad is my dad's random like me. I think that's where I get it from. My father goes, uh, I go, yes, yeah, so what you got going on uh, tomorrow? Just so you know how you about to get off the phone. He say, yes, yeah, so what are you about yeah. to do? And he goes, oh, I'm uh, I'm at the White House uh, tomorrow. <laughs> like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, the first lady's giving me, uh, presenting me this um, this thing. Because my dad's <laughs> a, a city councilman from back home. So he's like, yeah, we've been doing that uh, get up and move, let's move initiative. And 
they've been really impressed with some of the numbers and what we've been doing in the city. So they they got me coming to the White House tomorrow to give me some kind of thing. Yeah. That's nuts. What? (laughs) Dude, look. Would that have been something that maybe he could have told you about, you know, before? So you could have, I mean, it seems like, I mean, I know it's, but it seems like a big deal. Yeah, no, you know, it is. Yeah, but, but not to my dad. Me this yeah. thing. But yeah. not to my dad. There's like, so many dads like that. I yeah. Feel. Just like, it's, yeah. That's, that's so, so funny. funny. Because my dad, I think my dad's one of those people, and I think I got this from him where it's like, all these folks breathe the same air as me. They're all just people Bull with titles. Shit. No, no, it's Will true. Jacobs, it is true. Who called himself the Denzel. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's easy to do because Denzel's just another person. That's why I'm so comfortable saying that. Mm. I'll call myself Denzel. Actually, I more say these people get a lot of what they do from me. I know it doesn't <laughs> seem like it, but I I got sources. I people buy. I used in 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 college, uh, I used to tell people, "What did I say that uh, I looked like Morris Chestnut or he looked like me?" I can't remember, but when, you know, but your dad is having a huge event where he's being honored at the White House, right? Yeah, and he didn't even bring that up. Nope. You bring up every poop you take as if it's a huge <laughs> event. That's just that's all I'm saying. Well, that's fair, but I will say this: I don't bring up 99 percent of the dope shit I do. The stuff you hear is like not even close to all the stuff I'm doing. Goodness gracious! Yeah, like I was honestly, I'm headed to the White House later today. Like, yeah, they want me there. For the work I've done on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> we were just—I wish they could see our faces. Like, we're, we're mm-hmm. just Spe- speaking of Spencer being annoyed, <laughs> my—that's uh, a segue. Yeah. So I really, uh, so I was, I was on the Facebook. I was booking the face uh, a couple of weeks <laughs> back, and Spencer had this post about uh, the shows that they do here, uh, uh, the Tremont Music yeah. Hall, yeah. and Spencer, Spencer. Kept it real. Spencer was on there. She was like, "I'm sick of all the bitching." Yeah, because people come crying about opportunities. She sounded like Bill Cosby oh, when he gets on his stage. I'm sick of all the bitching and the crying about the stages and the opportunities. Everybody's complaining, and we got people doing stuff. But she was like, "Look, we have things that are happening." And we need comedians to come support. You can't sit around and complain about the lack of opportunities to be seen and for stage time and crowds when we have something and those same whoever's aren't come. We got to come out to support that. You can't sit and complain at all. It's just the comedy zone is all they got. And when other things happen, we don't support it in mass. So, Spencer. I'm just any kind of local comedy. It doesn't matter if it's club comedy. It doesn't matter if it's like small rooms or something. Just go out there. And, you know, you got to support each other because there's a lot of comics who are like, oh, I don't have any opportunities or I can't get up anywhere and do like 10 minutes or something. This is dumb or I'm not getting paid or something. One, earn to get paid, you know, earn the right to get paid. Mm. And then the second one is go out there. And if you make a showing at a club or you make a showing in like a certain room that's new or you make a showing at a bar and open mic or something like that, then more people are going to come support you. It's got to be like, you know, a two way thing going on. So, I don't know. I just hear people complain a lot, but not put the effort into it. It drives me nuts. Yeah. And I, yeah. you know what? How about that, Brian? You probably didn't even know she posted that. <laughs> I didn't see it. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's because I got my fingers on the pulse. Yeah, you're stalking Spencer. <laughs> I'm sure I'm, I'm probably cool to stalk on social media, so please do it. Yeah. You know, how, did, how did the other local comics react to that? Because I imagine that, that you know, it should have been kind of a wake-up call for some of the local um i think 
I think it was uh, 50 50. Okay. So a, a lot of people liked it. They're like, yeah, this. But then, you know, they're not coming out to any of the shows yeah. or anything. No, like, no. They're like, you preach it. And then there's still the same yeah. ones who are sitting at home, like, man, yeah, I don't get any work or anything like that yeah. or something. And, and then um, there were a handful who, like, were coming out to more local shows. Like who they were coming out and like supporting and stuff like that and going to watch someone MC or going to watch someone feature and so I I think that it did hit a small group that are actually but it made them kind of wake up and good. they're coming out so it was good I think overall good the and people who were complaining in the first place and wouldn't have changed didn't but mm. there were it did reach some people who are like all right I'm gonna try and make an effort to come out and they did right and that's good I, and matter of fact I was gonna be at the last one. Mm-hmm. But then I was hosting here. I didn't know that that was the same night as the fight night. Because oh, yeah, it, was, it was on a Wednesday night. Was right? the fight night? Was it a fun one? It was good. It was fun. Uh, what happened? Uh, yeah, it was It was good. Uh, I don't remember much of it. But I, but I know. <laughs> I, that's what, it was great. It was a, it was yeah, a great night. You put, me, I don't you put me on the spot there. Oh, <laughs> I'm not, I, I don't remember things that well. Uh, but no, I remember, I remember going, man, this was fun. It wasn't a, it wasn't a huge crowd. Uh, but it was a nice size crowd, yeah. and the comics had a good time. And I'm sitting here trying to think of uh, who won the thing, and I don't remember that either. Well, we can mm-hmm. be was sure that last? someone won. Everyone won. Yeah, it was the last one, right? <laughs> yeah. So I think Ed Mabry won, and uh, Jordan Scott Huggins came in second. There you go, there you Ed go. Mabry Boom. and Jordan Scott Huggins. Yes, two. Good two, night, everyone. Drives two. <laughs> two uh, guys that I enjoy yeah, listening yeah. to. Uh, yeah. They they won. That's right. And and but that's and this goes to anyone entering competitions uh, anywhere. The point of these things is not to necessarily to win them. Yeah. Uh, particularly the ones here. It's about making a good showing in front of a crowd, in front of, you know, the folks that run the club. And word getting back that you did a good job. I've never won a... That's loser speak. A fight night. It's about <laughs> winning. It's about it's about beating everyone else. No, but it really is not. You, We won together in a I fight night. Win. We didn't win the whole... It was... J- All of us were tied except Jason King was got you and I by two or three points in one category. Yeah. And like Debbie showed me the scores and it was like the same. Yeah. Um but we each won something different. He won overall. You won comics choice. I won people's choice. And judges choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I won judges choice and people's choice. Well, it's that cool. he remembers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the judges, you know, that's like three people. You didn't win people's choice. I won people's choice. No, you yeah, people love you way more. That's Duh. not yeah, that's, that's not true. debatable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's well, Spence was more likable than me. I right? don't think that's true. Yes. I think I'm more uncomfortable than you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I make more people nervous. Well, maybe that's part of it. Yeah. That well, maybe that's part of it. And uh, okay, I covered most of the thing. Oh, my wife's coming with me this weekend to Clayton. Oh yeah, that's oh, interesting. Yeah, she doesn't good. always get to come. Did to you the- just? I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. on your on your list of notes, is it Spencer Tyrade? Yeah. <laughs> is that what you wrote? Spencer's tirade. I was like, that's not how that's you spell my last stuff. name. And then I'm Spencer tirade. <laughs> <laughs> so tirade's not your last name. Is what you're <laughs> saying to me right now. Oh, okay. Spencer should be, tirade. though. That would be a great name. But that's cool that your wife's coming with you. She is. She's she's coming with me this weekend, and it'll be fun. She's so pretty. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Wow. She's got a nice bum. That's weird, but I saw it, and I was like, oh, good. Oh, my wife? <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> A nice bump. You mean like a nice booty? Yeah. Yeah, my wife's got a blooming onion. Dat ass. <laughs> you know if you were a guy, I'd have jumped over this table. But Spencer, <laughs> that's what I said. Spencer's so likable right. that she can get away with talking about my wife's butt. It's a nice one. Well, she's <laughs> Haitian, so you know. 
the, the island women, you know, they, they <laughs> Brian know. and I are yeah. like, do no, you know? I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh, Brian, could, could get out of the house. You know, I mean, could, could just come outside sometimes. But Jesus Christ. It's not that easy. What? You <laughs> 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 I'm married, man. You knew that. You're right. It's not easy to get out of the house. This is true. But no, she, she's, uh, my wife is a sweetheart, man. My wife is a sweetheart. And I, that's the thing I worry about with us having kids is I've got a big booty. I got that from my mom. Yeah, you do. Have I'm, I'm kind of shaped like a video chick down bottom, which <laughs> which has always been troubling and rough for me. And then my wife is uh, shaped. She's got a round, you know, kind of. But so our daughter, I'm at to kill one of these dudes. <laughs> yeah, because it's no. And our son really doesn't have a chance either. So it's just going to be tough for both of them. But you know, just don't take family pictures from the side. Do it. Straight don't off. do the profile. Yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. My yeah. grandma told me about that early. True story. My grandma told me you better not ever go to jail uh, because you got your mama's ass <laughs> and they will tear you up. And she oh, told me this at like nine years old. <laughs> Solid <laughs> advice. And look, grandma. and years later, lawyer, two, two, three degrees, all that stuff carried me through all of that. <laughs> You're like, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want nobody in prison getting my booty. That was a very real thing for me. <laughs> didn't need scare that's straight. I had a grandma. Thing. That's my favorite end of a sentence and thought. It's where I didn't want anyone in prison getting my booty. So it's, it's almost cute. It's like a fable, like a weird <laughs> <laughs> sexual that is fable. A, that was a scary thought to me. I'm sorry. I just, I ain't down with that. You know what I mean, Bri? I hear yeah, yeah. Had my grandmother said anything like that to me, I, I, that would have kept yeah, me out of prison too. Been, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think I think really I think that's maybe what the kids need is somebody just to let them know. Look, you don't want nobody running up in you, man. Yeah, it's true. You know, you don't have to. And and every time I watch the scared straight things, you know, the guys will be, you don't want to be in here. You don't get to see your family. And the prisoners are yelling at the kids. Yeah. The kids don't really get scared until they talk about sticking to their boots. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> and then you won't come on for 20 years. And then I'm going to grab you and put my thing in the kid. Ah, ah, yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't yell at them. They should just be like, hey, we can't wait for you to get in here. Yeah. Because yeah. we can't wait to get in there. Uh, that young man was cool with everything up until yeah, to like, I was okay. sticking in your booty. He's, <laughs> He's like, like, oh, God. I'm going to learn to read. <laughs> I want to see my family? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's cool. No. I don't like them like oh, yeah, that. No I hate them. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a very teenage Because in his head, he's like, oh, I get free meals. I'm chilling. I got cables. I'm sticking in your booty. Oh, I can't come in here. Mommy. No. So, yeah, that was, what were you going to say, Brian? Oh, I was I was uh, just going to say, unless, you know, you had something golden. Uh, I was just going to say that let's, uh, you know, we got to make way for Bill Bellamy. He's on the way in. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I got to pee, and, uh, so. And and Spencer needs to use the ladies' room. All right, so let's uh let's let all that happen, and uh, we'll be back with Bill Bellamy. This is what I was talking about on the front porch. International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. International Podcast Day is dedicated to promoting podcasting worldwide. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. First, head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Second, use hashtag podcast day to join in the conversation. Remember September 30th. Now, let's start the conversation.
Welcome back, Comedy Zone Podcast. We got two very special guests in the building today. We got Mr. Bill Bellamy and Ali Sadiq. How y'all feeling, man? Man, we're feeling good, man. Uh, happy Friday to everybody, man. We're really excited about being here. This is my first time at The Zone, so, you know, it's been a long time coming. I was uh, here about three years ago shooting a film, and uh, I actually walked down here, and I just saw the club. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be dope. I want to do that club one day. <laughs> so how how you enjoy Charlotte, then? Uh, I like it, man. It's a great city, man. You know, I, I don't know if people really know how beautiful it is to, to live here and uh, all the wonderful things the city has to offer, great food, restaurants. It's got a little nightlife and stuff. It's got its own little swag, you know? Yeah, because I know we got to do a lot then, because you're from Jersey. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're yeah. used to sort of a metropolitan. <laughs> yeah, a real city. Like big, <laughs> big buildings. <laughs> so, so, but now you live in. LA. I live in L.A. now. Yeah. How would you compare L.A. to Jersey? Well, it's big... you know California is what it is. It's, you know, it's great weather. You know, what I'm saying it's a little, little dry right now. We can't even water our grass. It's starting to look like Beirut, but uh, you know, it's a beautiful place to live, especially for the entertainment aspect. Is uh, it's where all the opportunity is. You know, movies, television, commercials, all that. That's where it's at. So you got to be with the big boys at to, to do this thing. Right, right. Now you you have. Uh, I mean, we could go into your history and right. comedy and entertainment generally. I right. mean, stage, producing, yeah. television, movies. What's your favorite thing to do? My stand up. You know, um, that's how I became. You know, a star. You know, it was from being funny and being in a small club, even a club smaller than this, you know, where you're just working out and nobody n knows who you are yet and you don't have the hot intro music, <laughs> you know, you just walk up there to a stale room, you know. I remember saying to myself, one day, man, people gonna know my name. I gotta figure out how to get famous, man, so people know my name. I ain't gotta go through, I wanna have a hot intro, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I finally, you know, figured it out and, you know, 20 years later, I'm here. Wow, so it's been 20 years. Yes, sir. Wow. So Ain't you, that crazy? Yeah, because I, I remember, like, it's crazy to say, but I grew up on some of your comedy. Yeah. Like, I remember the Def Comedy Jams. I remember MTV. Then you remember VHS. Right. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm almost 37, so I'm, yeah, you know. Yeah, you, 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 you the last generation where they had a record. Right. And people don't know, like, besides the stage, like, stuff like interviews with Michael Jackson. Like, I remember watching that. That interview was crazy. Like, yeah. How? What was that? like for you personally just to um you know i was on mtv at the time i was doing really really well with mtv obviously you know it was one of those things where i became like a breakout star you know it was, i was funny i was able to do good interviews and and i really did love the music so it wasn't hard for me to like be so knowledgeable you know i just was engrossed in the music i love music so when uh michael requested me to do the interview um, I thought that was just insane. I was like, oh, my God, because I did the year or maybe eight to nine months before that, I did a Janet Jackson interview. Wow. And so he saw that, and, you know, I was with her, you know, and she, he was like, Jan, I want him. I want him to do us. <laughs> he had a really soft voice. You're really funny, man. You're great. You're funny. You're people like you, and I like you. You're funny. How nervous were you? <laughs> I was like, but the thing about interviewing Michael Jackson, I never seen anybody that beige before. That was the first time I ever seen a brother that was powder. Like he was already powder. Like you seen light skin, like like Spencer's light skin. Uh -huh. Like like Mike was so white, he made white people like now nah, that's white. <laughs> that's real white. Right, that's that, that's super white. He's clear. 
<laughs> and then we, we got Ali Ali Sadiq here too, comedian Ali Sadiq. Now, how yes. did y'all link up together? How did you? Well, it's an interesting story with Ali. Um, he passed on me on not who, me per se. Who got yeah, jokes? On who's got jokes? He passed. Why on you say it's me? I wasn't a judge. This is why I say this because they got an opportunity. <laughs> See, he forgets this. I never forget when somebody passed on me. Um, what even happened? networks and all that. I always remember. So they get a chance to pick who they want to advance. It was one of them rounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can pick. It was Rodney Perry could pick somebody. Mm-hmm. Bill could pick somebody. Mm-hmm. Tommy could pick somebody. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, yeah. And Bill stood next to me. So I'm thinking, oh, okay. I'm finna get it. Boom. Bill turns to the other side and picks Lil Rail. I said, what city were we in? We was in Dallas. We was in Dallas, okay. We was in Dallas because I remember, this is another thing that I remember because when that, that was the Virginia Tech massacre happened Ooh, and yeah. I was standing in a room of all comics mm-hmm. and they said, CNN said it was the worst massacre in U.S. history and I'm the only one said, what? I said, so when was, I said, so when the hell was Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma not a part of the United States? And they didn't nobody know what I was talking about. Mm. And I was and I got mad at all the comics. And I'm like, man, y'all just y'all just right. comics with no social no history. history. And I and I was right. I was frustrated. I said, so three thousand people get killed in two days. I'm I don't care how you break the math down. That's mm-hmm. more than thirty three people. Mm-hmm. And so that's when he passed on me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's when that happened. That's when that had happened. So then we Go ahead. Um, we don't we I don't know randomly. I'm in in Houston doing yeah. a um, show at the Improv. They asked me did I want to um, host for B. He was looking for a host or something. He had some other guys with him. I'm like, cool. I host the show. No big deal. Then we start talking in the green room. He yeah. said, man, we should do a tour like this. Call a ladies' night out tour. You gonna host it? Boom. I thought he was like, yo, Bill, I don't have time for no smoke right now. He was there, all that blowing smoke. <laughs> that bull, right. So then, like maybe a month later, he yep. called my phone. He was like, so. Yo, this is the first city we gonna do. And so I was on tour with DL at the time, and I'm like, yo, you know, maybe I'll go have some fun with these cats. You know, and that's how it that's how it jumped off. And it jumped off. And yeah. what what ended up happening was I said, yo, I got something with these cats. So I, I put together a reel and a clip of all the funny highlights, you know, uh the ladies, the ladies night out, what it is. It's sort of like spring break meets comedy, fun, mm-hmm. different cities, great personality driven dudes. And I sold a I sold a project to Showtime. So we end up going from just the concept in the green room to it really became a, a comedy special. And so, you know, I take credit, even though I passed, I came back and got his ass. <laughs> Better late than never. <laughs> Better late than never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything happens for for a reason, and uh, you know, we went to Showtime with it, and you know, we did interviews, and I really wanted people to understand like these guys, not just from their comedic, who they really are, and the choices they made to get to where they are. You know what I'm saying? And I think people really liked it because people was like, man, that was deep how you cut away from the comedy and we got a chance to know who Ali is, right. and yeah. D-Lay, and, you know, and Jay Reed. I remember watching that, and I, I, you you get the sense that you really enjoy putting new cats. You putting them on. Push, trying to put them on. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's valuable, man, because yeah, not everybody thing. does that. That's what everybody says. It's like, nobody try to put nobody on, man. It's self for self. Everybody going for self. Like, B, man, that's kind of cool that you even care, man. I'm like, wow. Well, I, I mean, I wasn't thinking of it like that. I'm like, they funny. Like, it's not like I like had to go. And, oh man, you want to be a comic? Let me train you. They was already trained killers. Right. 
So right. it, was, it was a big, it was a thing that he, Lace Night Out Tour offered women every different type of dude that they like. Cause you know, funny is already sexy. You know, mm -hmm. that's that's one that's in every woman's top five. If a man who make me laugh, that's in your top five or your top three. That's in there. Mm -hmm. So then you got to pick the type of dude that you want to be around. So you got Bill, you know, the tall, dark, you know, yeah. handsome type dude. Then you got <laughs> Delay. He, you know, Kappa, Greek dude, all over the place. Then you got Jay Reed. You know, baby Chris Brown, always smiling. <laughs> then you got the hood dude, which was me. <laughs> so when they looked at the film, they like, he the smallest one, but he the one came from prison. That's crazy. <laughs> 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 How the hell he do that? You know what I'm saying? So then you just had different, because, you know, every lady likes, you know, somebody who could potentially kill him, but, you know, still love him a lot. You right. Know, love him <laughs> immensely. You know, hold his pistol for me. We're about to go in the club. You know, that's, that's, that's me. So we came back, but educated. That's crazy. When you're educated hootlum, mm. it's, 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 you know, because most criminals, like organized crime, not like regular crime, like I steal out of CVS. But <laughs> organized crime, you have to be intelligent and know the law. Most criminals know the law. Know the hell yeah. out the law. And, yeah. and we good chemists. I'm a lawyer during the day. I know this for a fact. Right. Yeah. 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 The cats know the law now. Oh, they know the law so they can get around it. Right. You got to know what you're working with. You got to know what you, you, what you in store for. Hey, what this carry? Look, first of all, brother, that only carries. Like me, I knew, I took a, I actually, <laughs> this is hysterical. I actually, when I got arrested, I actually went to the law library and I read what I was facing because I was going to try to, um, they had me on conspiracy first. I was like, okay, conspiracy to, to deliver coke. Then they had the delivery and then I went to ask my attorney. I said, you think you can get me on a possession? He was like, possession is kind of like you were smoking. I said, well, let's go with that. He said, <laughs> he said five kilos of dope. You think they're going to go with that? I'm like, hey, man, I had a real habit. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, man, we're going to get you out of that conspiracy. Conspiracy carry start at 20. Oh, no, wow. oh my God. Starts at 20 years that means you up. ain't even do nothing, but they just the thought of it, the, you get 20. Because you was on the phone conspiring right. to do things. Because you know? you're taking on everything everybody else did. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so, you know, most people don't know that. So when you break when you break down the law, you like, hey, man, no, nah, I'm going I'm to stay away from that conspiracy. We're going to go with this delivery. Of, of a controlled substance, bro. So you had a new lease on life. Yeah, I wanted to get. I wanted that possession though. I wanted to go to a rehab and be in there scratching <laughs> <laughs> for, like, for like three months. But keeping it one hundred with you, man. Right. And you know, um, one of the things that I admire about Ali, and I mean, it came across in the interview, right? And this goes to show you about destiny and making choices to change your life, no matter where you come from, right? If I if I didn't quit my job when I got out of college to want to be a comedian, I would not be here today. I took a choice. I could have went left. I went right. I said, I'm going for my dream, right? So Ali says to me, yo, B, man, you ain't going to believe this. I saw you in prison. I was in prison, homie. And I saw you and I said to myself, one day I'm going to be a comedian and I'm going to get out here in this world and change my life and do X, Y to the Z. Who would ever think that we could have possibly met and worked together? That's wow. crazy. That's absolutely crazy. That's some hurricane shit. Does that ever blow your mind? Like from that to... It, it really changed I met I met everybody who I saw in prison, and and I was doing I wasn't a stand up. I, they had me on this block, a close custody block, as a janitor, and them dudes used to be wilding. So I used to like you know I used to watch Martin and reenact all the Martin episodes, 
for for the prisoners. Then I'm seeing Bill, I'm seeing DL, I'm seeing Chappelle on TV, and I'm just sitting there like, man, I can do that. <laughs> and so I started giving commentary about what was going on in the prison to this locked-in audience wow. on closed custody. So I'm like, they don't know what's going on on the other blocks, so I'm just the one that's coming to tell bringing them. Bringing the news. This is, I'm bringing the news, baby. I'm like, yo, man, let me tell you, little Raphael got busted, you know <laughs> <laughs> doing too much. You know what I'm saying? So boy, they, they'd be at the bars like, what? Are you serious? Man, that's crazy. So... <laughs> Cause you know, so you know, that was my whole my whole thing. So I was I've never been scared of an audience because I had an audience that didn't have nothing to laugh about. So right. when I get on stage in the world, I'm like, yo, you mean y'all free? What what you what you mad about? <laughs> you know. So it, and then I meet all these cats. Like when I first saw Bill, I was like, he looked just like he looked on TV too. <laughs> I want. I wanted to be something different. I wanted to be like, no, nah, he, he don't look like that for real, you know. But he looked just like he looked on TV. And then people, when they knew I knew him, then they start asking me about him. He looked like he looked. I said, man, that sucker looked just like he looked like. <laughs> <laughs> real shiny, real. Yeah, yeah he got four shiny. Called, we call him. We call him the vampire. Right. We call him the vampire. Could you go back? You go back to MTV and look at him on MTV. He look exactly, exactly like the same. That. That's like, <laughs> he don't like, age. He don't like, age. He's like, it's like she asked that question. How old I look? Well, Bill looked the same age he looked when I was twenty. Right. <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah. That's I looked it up. Said. Bill is eighty six years old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he looked like he's sixteen. It's like, it's like you want to walk in I his sleep room. I in the oxygen chamber. Yeah, you want to walk in his room and see if what strange things doing. You hoping like maybe putting vitamin E on like a little machine massaging the face or something. I'm going to go get that. But he's just waking up like, yo, I just washed my face. What's going on? <laughs> he got the same thing that Prince got. Prince has got that. Prince yeah. man. does not age. Yeah. Like it's just he's, a gene. Or are your parents like I that? I don't know you, what you, it is, man. You know, uh, people... I mean, honestly, people tease me all the time. You know what I'm saying? You know, what's the founder use or whatever. I think it's laughter, though, man. Real talk. I mean, simple as it gets, you know, obviously you got to be healthy, too. But I think we laugh a lot, B. Like, honestly, it's all we do when we on the road, man. We be teasing each other, laughing, coming up with jokes. We have so much fun. Just think there ain't no tension in your body when you laughing. Right. Yeah. I, I noticed that last night, man, because... 20 years, over 20 years in yes, comedy, Yes, it's over right? 20 years. Over yes. 20 years in comedy. I was sitting in the show last night, and Ali was on stage, and right. I heard you in the back just cracking down. Yo, and man. And it's like you still love it. I like love you still it, enjoy it. I and then it so when the show was over, you ran out talking about, hey, man, write that down. Write that thing I said down. Just yeah. like the creative process is still. It's still flowing, man, because a lot of times. You know, we create things in the moment. Like Ali said to me, I don't know if you gonna, if you meant to say it, but you said it. Keep that. That's real funny because a lot of times with a joke, it could, it could it could be enhanced or killed by one word, a phrase, or a, a physicality. So like last night it was one one of my nights of workout. You know, it's Thursday night, I'm working out, I'm taking chances on different places, different things, and I want you know Ali to help me. You know write this stuff down because I'm doing another special and I want the new special to be crazy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I want y'all to be like, oh my God, this dude's so funny. I'm trying to be the best ever. You know what I mean? So I got to work harder than everybody else and I got to be funnier than everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And yeah. this, and you came up with a lot of cats. With killers. There's nobody, there's nobody on the planet that I'm telling you that's had a better class of comics than me. Right. My class is the dream team. 
And I say that with so much confidence because I've never been around that many talented dudes that every night when you went up, you could get buried by somebody. Right. I mean, you got Chappelle, Chris Rock, uh, Sid, Steve Harvey, Bernie Mac, Chris Tucker, D.L. Hughley. Um, 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 I mean, Chris Rock at the time. I, I, well, Chris Rock, I said Chris. that. Um, I'm just trying to think of somebody else that I, that's, I'm, I might be missing, but I'm saying like these Jamie Foxx, Mm-hmm. I mean, they all became stars, dog. Yeah. Like, just think, they was all in comedy clubs going hard every night, man. I remember Chappelle, he was like 17. He was like, man, am I going on tonight, man? Seriously. <laughs> this is everybody's in here. Mac, this is Bernie Mac just killed. Uh, man, this is crazy. Man, I just want to do 10 minutes, man. I, I came from D.C. I can't stand here long. I'm 17. <laughs> he was 17 years old. That sound old as hell. That, he sounded like that at 17. He was 17. <laughs> oh, and then I have to ask you about this. I know okay. we're taking a hard left, but so, my, my wife would kill me if I didn't ask you about Love Jones. Oh, that's her favorite. We got to watch Love Jones. Me and her, she Love makes me Jones watch it like classic. once a month. It's it's a it's a it's a dope movie, man. I just think you know. I wish it would have came out a little later, or maybe had a mm. different kind of promotion turn because it became. It became a cult classic, yes. but it should have been a historic, like money maker kind of thing because yeah. it was the right movie, so much the, talent, so much talent, and it was the right vibe. Like you know, I think we really gave a lot of juice to the to poetry era with oh, that movie. You, you have, and let me that tell you movement. something. I remember I was at Howard University. Uh-huh. I went to Howard for undergrad in law school. I remember being in D.C. and we would watch Love Jones and be like, "Damn, I want some, some a group like that where you just come hang out and uh, talk like a and, spot like that." Yeah, like just that. Fi- yeah. I've been I've been in Charlotte trying to find that. Yeah, like the I, spot with cool, all these talented cool. people, artists, writers. Yeah, just that, that energy, the energy of creativity, man. Everybody's got some type of gift. You almost feel like wizards. You know, everybody's yeah. a wizard, like, and they got their special powers. You know what I'm saying? That's what I love about the power of the word. I mean, even though we comics, we are masters of the word. You know, we still right. speaking, you know, to the people just in a comedic way. So so what's next for you? What what's what's the next big challenge? I don't know. I think I think the biggest thing right now is just really reminding folks of, the, of what I bring. So the new movies are going to be dope. The specials going to be dope. I think 2016 going to be the real like crazy like oh my god, with all my fans, you know, come back to make me the king that I'm supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? I'm Absolutely. the king of this game. Absolutely. And Ali, what's what's what are you at next? What do you got going on Man, next? Man, I just recorded my Comedy Central album. I'm waiting wow. for it to drop like a hot rapper. Yeah. It's a mixtape. Like a mixtape. Man, because I got a nice deal with them for three albums. I'm going to do that thing wow. like DMX. I'm dropping back to back. I already did it independent, drop back to back. So they, they feel like I can do it again on Pandora. I drop back to back albums. And I had three on there, but I dropped one one week, and then the next week I did a DMX. I dropped um, Freedom of Speech first, then I came back and dropped Enjoy Your Life right after each other. But the classic, I got a, I got a, um, I feel like Jay Z was my first one though. Like reasonable, reasonable doubt. doubt, man. Talking loud, saying something is like I remember that. That's my first joint that I put out, and people still, that's and it's still the highest selling one. It, it, like when I when they send me my check, it's like it's. That one always on there first. Like wow. more people buy samples of that one than any other album. It's like oh, reaching out to me, and I and they break it down so I know. But this one coming out is called Damaged Goods, so it's my first major 
And I'm talking like a rapper. It's my yeah, first major. Yeah, this joint, I went independent deal. with it. You know what I'm saying? Went in the studio, laid down the track, bars, and comedy, bars. comedy Central putting it out. So it was a, it was a big thing. I just recorded it last month because really my schedule went kind of crazy. It went. I recorded on the 16th. I mean, I recorded on the 15th to 16th. Then I flew to New York and recorded live from Gotham. Like the next day, then I flew back and did and did some more shows. It's like, yo, man, it's it's just a good movement what I'm doing right now, and a lot of yeah. people are catching on to me. I feel like he Kendrick Lamar. Mm. You know, I like Ali is a very very you know intelligent and insightful comic. You know, he's hilarious, man. But you know, it's different styles to the game, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm an energetic, physical, kind of crazy, you know, silly dude. And this dude is full of knowledge and 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 insightful and bringing it to you, really making you think, too. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of uh, Franklin Ajay. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Dick Franklin Gregory. Ajay, Dick mm-hmm. Gregory, mm-hmm. where these dudes yeah. have such a strong viewpoint, but it's humorous. You yeah. know what I mean? They can make you, they can hit you, but they but can you make like you. But you, like, walk out of there like, yo, man, I got to drink more water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, that's that's all the time we got. I think we got to we got to wrap it up. But much continued success. Thank Congratulations! You, man. On come everything. see them this weekend. Yeah, come see them this weekend. Comedy Zone. It's gonna so be the funniest only, thing you do. I promise. Say the whole interview. Guys, you don't know this. Come see them this weekend. There's a beautiful girl here named Spencer. She was just sitting right there. She was like, "Yeah, thanks, guys." You want to be a comic? You want to be a comic? Make sure see, you come they, see I can them. tell. She's like, I'm this getting weekend. all this juice. <laughs> I better see you on stage, man. We'll be back. Thank you. Hey, guys, here's what's coming up at the comedy room. Damn it, Brian. <laughs> Hey guys, here's what's coming up at uh, the Comedy Zone over the next uh, couple weeks. Of course, uh, this weekend, the one and only Bill Bellamy uh, in town from MTV, from uh, Def Comedy Jam. He uh, invented the booty call, so I think we all kind of owe him something Friday and Saturday night at uh, at the Comedy Zone. Coming up next week, Michael Ian Black from the Jim Gaffigan Show um, will be in town um, as well. Other shows uh, coming up, uh, Piff the Magic Dragon will be here at uh, the Comedy Zone in Charlotte. Also, uh, Jim Norton uh, will be here as well. For a calendar of all the shows coming to the Comedy Zone and to buy tickets, you can go right to the Comedy Zone website at cltcomedyzone.com. And to keep up, follow the club on Twitter and Instagram at Comedy Zone CLT and find us on Facebook. Will Jacobs, where are you playing next? I'll be in Clayton, North Carolina this weekend with the super funny Kevin McPeak. Awesome. That sounds like a great show. Yeah. How about you, Spencer? What do you got? Um, on Monday, September 28th, I'll be at Sweetwater Brewery in Atlanta, and then Laughing Skull the next day. And then October 7th, I'm opening for Andy Sanford here in Charlotte in Tremont Music Hall. That sounds awesome. Keep uh, supporting live comedy, you guys. And uh, while you're at it, tell two friends about the podcast. Welcome back. To Z101.8, The Rock. <laughs> the Rock of Charlotte. There's some people who got confused and turned it off. <laughs> like, oh, whoops. A little Don Henley. No, who was it? I don't know who that was. Really? You don't know who that was? No, who was it? Aerosmith. That was Aerosmith, Steven Tyler and the boys. That mouth. He got a big old mouth, yeah. don't he? I, I've heard this story. My mom told me this, that uh, his daughter not, not um, live. 
the the other daughter, yeah, yeah. younger, way younger. That Vivian. she didn't that she didn't know for a while who her dad was. I don't know what her name is. And I feel like you're like um, she didn't know who her dad was. And then her mom, like she always knew it was someone famous. And then she saw him and was like, "Is that him?" Because they have the same mouth. Is that Liv? Are you sure it's not Liv? I what's that? I feel like I I've heard that story one. connected to Liv Tyler before. Was it Liv yeah. Tyler? Well, I've heard the story. It was a daughter. That was Liv Tyler. Was it? You don't know. Shut. <laughs> it was someone. Someone. Someone did. But that's so that's so funny to be able to like see a mouth that you have and be like, yeah, yeah, ah, that's got to be it. <laughs> There's not many people who I feel like a lot of are you. Will is so pleased with himself. He's just giggling. <laughs> he really is. He's, he's, I, I like I'm, I get more. I'm pleased when Spencer is displeased. <laughs> it's, just the, it's the same thing I have with my wife. Where I just love when they just go, this fucking guy. Like I just, I just get such a kick out of that. It's out of love. <laughs> I like picking with the people I like. <laughs> She's like the stupid ass shit. <laughs> yeah. no goddamn I should bit. come. I should come to your roast. You have a roast coming up, and you I'm just gonna. I'm a punk rock out that. a solid 45 minutes of why I hate Will Jacobs. We should. I think that. I think that you and I should both be invited to roast uh, Will if that's gonna. If that's gonna happen, I'm gonna get real personal. You should. I'm gonna agree with everything you say, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm going to bring up a whole bunch of stuff me. you didn't even know I didn't like about you. You're right. I do have ass like Nicki Minaj, and it's been an issue for me for years. <laughs> I'm going to make you feel bad about roasting me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I always wonder that if I ever got roasted, if if people would be too uncomfortable to do it. Oh, well, if I get roasted, I'm coming up at the end, and I'm just going to make people feel bad for the things they yeah, say. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's funny. You were talking about uh, the shirt I wore that day. That was the shirt I wore after I found out my father died. That's, that's right. You could, you could start crying halfway through. You. He actually gave it to me. That would me. be the worst thing ever if the person was just sobbing and you just kept roasting him. That would be so mean. I like in the fetal position in the little chair. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone starts standing around them, and just they're just going harder. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Oh, what am I doing here? I don't know. I want to send, not to send anything, but special shouts out to Bill Bellamy and Ali Sadiq for coming. Yeah, that was cool. yeah, that, that was, was that was. That was I mean, fun. super duper comedic legacy. Bill Bellamy. I mean, that guy has done a whole lot and been there for a whole lot. And um, he looks so young. Yeah, I almost in in a weird way, Bill Bellamy has sort of an underrated career mm-hmm. yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, just in terms of you know how people you know react to him because not react to him because they love him but it's like no this dude like <laughs> like he's done a lot of amazing shit like, well i was thinking about that when he was talking about the class he came up with and he was mentioning you know yeah. all those just you know unbelievable comics i was like well there's no wonder because his career did kind of take a different different path but yeah it's it's no wonder I mean, it would have taken a really, really special talent to keep up with that group. And I think he's done really well. He's had a great career. But, you know, I mean, just to keep up with that group, man. That's, that's insane. Yeah. And part of what made that generation, so there was there were so many clubs. Mm-hmm. You know, you right. always had work. Like, when you talk to those guys, not that I've talked to a whole lot of those guys, but the ones I've talked to, it's like, yeah, coming up in that era, it was just this sort of golden age where you could make a living easily as a comic. I mean, people were headlining like, Really quick, because places needed comedians. Because yeah. every every place you went to had a comedy night, you know, like you. So that was uh, people got better quicker because yeah. there was more stage, more stage time. time. That's what that's the number one he- thing you hear is that it's nice. I feel like Charlotte's doing a pretty good job. We have almost every night you can get up um, once. 
you know, but if we had that opportunity to get up two or three times per night, you know, it's just the learning curve would be completely different. Right. It would be it would be totally different. So, you know. Right, Brian? Yeah, so. Brian's got that look. <laughs> so, so, you know. Brian, I was just that. being pensive. Oh, <laughs> being pensive. I like me. that. I like I'm the pensive, pensive look. All the time. <laughs> I was pensive during that interview. I was listening. I get this thing where I like to listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I just don't feel like talking yet. I just want to I want to soak it in, which is why I'm a terrible interviewer. No, that's good though. That's that's that it it still it brings an energy. You know, there's an energy. Like when I hear your giggles, I'm like, oh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, we're killing it. Yeah. I swear he I swear Ali didn't even know that I was sitting next to him until the end. Yeah, <laughs> he when like you turned spoke, over you and he was like, yeah, yeah, he, Ali he was like, like oh, <laughs> hold on, there's somebody here. Yeah. <laughs> But that was and that was cool. I mean, Ali's story about going to prison yeah. and seeing Bill Bellamy yeah. on TV, yeah, in the prison, and then uh, it's weird how things like that just work out, you know. I, like yeah. that—that's easy to be like, "Oh, this was meant to be." When things align so perfectly like that, yeah, it's it's kind of wild, like that that happened that way for him. So, and that's cool. And you know what? And that. I really like that. I really like that story because, you know, you have so many people that come out of the, the prison system and it's like so many options are closed off, so many things you can't do. Yeah. And he's been able to make a really cool career. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that dovetails into a whole nother discussion about the way our prison system set up. And that I could do an hour on that. But it's cool to see uh, him, you know, come out and have that yeah, kind of yeah. success. And yeah. now he's got the Comedy Central stuff going. And, and so many more people would be like that if we weren't locking them up. Um, at the race that we do so I, I thought that was really cool and i was glad to see that bill takes his time he's had 20 some years done movies everything else mm-hmm. and he's still taking time to bring up young guys and you can tell they kind of keep him young yeah they they keep because bill doesn't age he, literally like, that was doesn't. true literally his face literally. his body he just was young <laughs> yes like it's it's crazy and you know even when he does his stand-up he's talking about snapchat and all this stuff and it's like mm-hmm. this dude was around when they were just when people were like yo what's a beeper like Bill mm-hmm. was doing comedy then, and now he's talking about Snapchat. Yeah, you know he just—he's so not one di- of these. So different with comedy now. Now, uh, since uh, since social media is a thing, you can reach so many more people. So yeah. that generation was kind of one of the last generations of people who are just purely had to be seen, right? In order to like to grow. Yeah. Everyone else now, you can you can take a picture of yourself, you can record your set, and then someone in England is seeing it. Right. But before that, you just you had to go around and be seen. Yeah, and I, I still think there's a degree of that, but no, you're right. People are the people, but people are definitely getting yeah. discovered on the web, which is good and bad. Is it? Yeah, I can see the both. The it's good because you are able to reach people. Some people are limited in how much they can travel, and you're yeah. able to reach people. But it, it's bad in that you make a, a viral YouTube video and you could headline, you know, a yeah. lot of places because they're like, "Oh, I know that guy from the YouTube video. He's not a comic. He right. hasn't been working at it." Right. <laughs> you know what and I mean? that's and so really, it comes down to it's a good thing depending on when they see you. Exactly. If you've got the time in and you're ready, and right. then they see a YouTube video, great, you're ready. You got the hour. Exactly. But when you want of these kids are just fooling around and doing the, and such and such be like Bleh, yeah, and then there's something else something and then they're like, like oh this guy's got a million hits and views let's put him on this and yeah. it's like uh oh and I've seen that I've seen he ain't got an hour I've seen people who have kind of risen from certain like social media 
and then they just can't, they can't. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's a struggle for them. It's the struggle for the audience to pay attention. Yeah. But the original draw is there. You know, mm-hmm. like oh, I, I saw this bird. I, everyone knows this guy. This guy did that video, that funny thing, or he wrote that tweet that one time. Yeah, like colleges will book colleges will book the hell out of them people. Like yeah. if you got a popular Twitter thing or little uh, mm. uh, Veeam or Vivo. Uh, what? Uh, magnet Macintosh. Uh, Are those words? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What I'm we'll trying to say was a vine. A vine. A vine. A if you, you know, you got a vine that's popular. It's like they'll book you, and it's like you don't really have. But I was listening. I forget who I was listening to, but they said the smart thing to do in that situation, if you are one of those people, is when they book you, say, okay, can I bring a couple of friends with me, comics, yeah. and bring some folks with experience, yeah, who are so you funny. can come out and do your little couple things you do and then have and then other people carry the that, show that is absolutely the smart thing to do yeah. and, it, and it brings your friends with you for success mm-hmm. you know so that, that that's always good absolutely so that's yeah that's but yeah it's 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 so it's completely 50 50 in my eyes like mm. the, just the, the it's just a completely different era when it comes to stand up mm-hmm. with who is getting big and why yeah, it's weird that way. Before it's like, oh yeah, we were me- everyone we're meeting, you know, mm-hmm. from his generation and before. It's like, oh, you put twenty years into it, thirty years into it, and then mm-hmm. now it's like, oh yeah, I've been doing it for like a year and a half, but <laughs> I've got fifty thousand Twitter followers. And- yeah, yeah, and the cool, and it's always cool when you see like a Kevin Hart who's who's put years and years in. Yeah, but. He's got a team and and marketing people that have just mastered social media. Yeah. Like, they just get it. And he's really good at it. So it's like he's one of those comics that has used that platform to elevate his star even more. Exactly. Which is is cool because some comics become jaded about it. They're like, oh, the kids with the the damn phones now. You can't even get time without a a booker knowing you got a million followers. Like, they become jaded instead of using it as a vehicle. Exactly. And it's hard because I'm – look, I'm only – uh, 30 mid 30s but for me sometimes it's hard like when you be trying to tell me about the reddit and all that, i still ain't got no <laughs> i don't I, the reddit. Shit, I like i'm still lost you know and i'm in my mid 30s so i could imagine if i was 50 trying to do this shit careful yeah uh, well you know bro. you're not 50 yet hush <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it's that's a kinda, different world and that's another another thing like with the tirade <laughs> Spencer's yeah, tired. I hate you. Um, it's going to be a weekly segment. Now. Yeah, Spencer's tired. Spencer's it's just when people are have put in, you know, like they'll put in a year to. I'm I'm only three years in, and I still, you know, I'm a baby when it comes to it. Like when mm-hmm. it, not in age, but in like experience. Right. There are people who are three years in who are like, ah, I should be headlining. Ooh. Why? Why Ooh. should you be headlining? Wow. Why should you be featuring right now? You know, did you put? You can put a lot of work into that period of time, but did you? Right. You know, and that's that's the kind of mentality that social media brings you. It's like, well, I've been seen by a lot of people. Why am I not more famous? Right. And th- you lose that work ethic of I'm still young. I have like a yeah. long time before in comedy, like young in comedy before in comedy. I'm I'm where a lot of people are. So mm-hmm. ah, that drives me nuts. And, and you have to listen to the right people, I think. Like one of the fortunate things for me. I didn't, I never, like the crowd, you know, crowds will be like, oh my God, you you should be headlining. You're amazing, da 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 But no, I listen to the comics. Yeah. What do the headliners say? Exactly. The headliners I work with, where do they tell you you're at? Mm-hmm. Because that's way more of an indicator of Absolutely. what you're ready to do than, you know, than, than the crowd. As much as we love them, you know, there, there's certain technical aspects and a bunch of things that a crowd doesn't really see they they're there and they enjoy what they enjoy absolutely and so that that could be two products you can go out there with your material that you've really worked on and stuff and they enjoy it because it's funny and you've worked on it and that's you you could go out there and just say buzzwords 
Mm. And they enjoy that because it's recognizable and stuff right. like that. And, and those are completely two different sets. It's so like tickling them. You could tickle yeah, somebody. Yeah, exactly. And, they and they're going to be laughing. Right. But that doesn't mean that you should headline. No, yeah. <laughs> headline tickler. Exactly. The tickler's Head- coming. The tickler. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I would go see the tickler. I would, I would, that would yeah. be the scariest show. I feel like my anxiety would be just run around the room tickling I hate people, being tickled, at. and you don't know when it's coming from. Or yeah, where. like who's <laughs> everyone would leave that? Like, yeah, I laughed for thirty minutes, but I wasn't really happy. And my, <laughs> my ribs hurt. <laughs> I feel kind of dirty. It's kind of weird. God, that would be. There's they had this like science experiments once with chimpanzees. Mm-hmm. It's real sad, actually, but it was like oh, before yeah. a bunch of this stuff. But um, some chimpanzees could press a button so that they would could stop being electrocuted. So they'd electrocute it, and they could press the button, and that would make them stop. And then the other ones would just be electrocuted, and both of them were random. So they just randomly electrocute these chimpanzees, and the ones who could press the button died quicker from stress because they could control it. You mm. know, they were like, "Oh God!" And yeah. the, whereas the other ones were like, "Oh, shocked again." Yeah, so I was just thinking about that with tickling. So what was, what was the sad part of that? that they were electrocuting chimpanzees. That's oh, that was sad. the sad part? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just uh, the chimpanzees that were dying from the stress of being electrocuted. That would be that show, the tickling show for me. Because <laughs> oh. my stress level would be like through the roof because I know it was coming. Yeah. But I'd, and I'd, I'd feel like I could control it. But oh, God. Yeah, that's not really sad to me. I don't rock with monkeys like that. So what? So Bri, oh yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know I how people are. I hope there are animals. chimpanzee listeners who are coming to. I hope your I don't house. run into a sure chimp. Peter. A chimp yeah. will jack your ass up. Yeah. Oh yeah. You remember the woman in Connecticut with her whole face got ripped off? Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, have you seen her face afterwards? So sad because it wasn't her chimp. It was her friend's chimp. That's fucked up. Yeah. This, so, this is, so never, never have friends with chimps. Like I feel like yeah, that's a I good life that's lesson. lesson. All You're the like, time. yo, you gotta come over and see this. <laughs> nope, yeah. I'm no, not gonna see your, I'm not gonna see your chimp. I, I would, I would, I would absolutely go against a female gorilla than a female chimpanzee. Like if I had to be stuck in a cage with one of them, absolutely, gorillas are way less really? aggressive than chimpanzees. Yeah. Well, chimpanzees, they. They're like the only other. Uh, I took primatology. They're like the only other, um, other than humans, the only other primates that wage war. So they'll sneak into like a rival camp and then just like slaughter sleeping chimpanzees. So th- that takes like a step ahead. They're very aggressive. They fight a bunch, and then gorillas are kind of they, they don't run in huge social groups or something like that. So, you know, you see Coco the gorilla. Have you ever seen her? She could do sign language. And she had a pet kitten that she mourned when it yeah, died. And she yeah. paints and stuff like that. And then and then there's that gr- that chimpanzee who ripped the face off, you know, the owner's yeah. friend because she handed it a toy that made it nervous or something like that. So Damn. So well, when they fight, though, isn't it like the first thing they do? They go for your face. Yeah. And then they go for the genitals. And, right? they have, and yeah. I don't know if you've seen them, but they're, they're, yeah, they're huge. Yeah. They're, yeah. Chimpanzees are so muscular. And you think of a, a gorilla as being really big, and it's big in mass. But as far as like pure muscle go, chimpanzees are terrifying. So that planet of the apes, was that all chimps? That was. Uh, there were some chimps and some orangutans. 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 <laughs> yeah, like the, the uh, Dr. Zayas was a orangutan. Orangutans are very solitary. I'd go against an orangutan. I'd be like, hey, orangutan. Orangutan. Like, hey. those long arms, though. Yeah, well, what is it going to do with that? It'll take forever. You punch it in the <laughs> face. You can't You can't throw a, throw a hook <laughs> in a fight. I wouldn't want to fight it. I, I, don't, know. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't know why in this scenario we're all fighting <laughs> apes. We're all fighting but monkeys. <laughs> yeah, how do we end up fighting they're monkeys? They're not <laughs> monkeys. They're apes. Damn it. What's the difference between a monkey and an ape? Oh, my God. We don't have time for this on this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Like a capuchin, you know, those little grinder? Mm -hmm. That's a monkey. And and a an capuchin. Ape, a capuchin. They're a little cute what little. I had a capuchin at Starbucks this morning. <laughs> oh my goodness! 
Thanks. I'll be here all week. I don't, I don't like either of you right now. <laughs> you guys are distasteful. Yeah, kapooch. You don't know what a capuchin is? Like those little grinder monkeys. I know what a capuchin is. Okay. Yeah. So of course we know what a cappuccino is. <laughs> I hate both of you. I'm going to get some chimpanzees, I swear to God, and I'm just going to leave them on your doorstep. I'm going to leave them on that your doorstep. Way funnier than it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> Do monkeys laugh like that? Some monkeys, they, about, they have games. What about capuchins? Capuchins steal stuff. You guys are stupid. This is you very they, interesting stuff. You know, what you, call, you, know what they, you know what they call Russian monkeys? Kaputin. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Why is that funny? I don't know. I know I love monkeys. (laughs) I don't like I don't I don't like when they get I don't like killing Brian. Brian's literally dying over there. I don't like when they get electrocuted. (laughs) You're politicianing. You don't care and then you're pretending you care. No, I don't care. No, I do care. I do care about them pressing the button and they It's sad. That's uh, I'm gonna do that to you. What sound do they make? They go wow. I'm going to do this. Too. I'm going to chloroform you. Was there a sound? I'm going to give you a button and I'm going to see how stressed out you are. No, but I'm just saying, what was the sound they made? Did they? Wah! Like goodness, that? Goodness gracious. <laughs> Wait, is that a gorilla or a kaputin? <laughs> goodness gracious. Who does this? <laughs> there are a lot of different primates that kind well, of and, that and you, But there's some big difference is what you'll have yeah, me well, believe. Like, but they all that. make the same. They all talk the same. <laughs> they all talk the same. Which one goes, <laughs> ah, ah! That's a chimp. Chimps, yeah. Chimps sound like that. Yeah, I know my monkeys. There you go. Hell yeah. Now, oh, Brian, I know you mentioned to me you want to talk <clears throat> uh, a little bit of trash to me about whooping my ass in fantasy football this Yeah, week. I crushed you. But see, here's the thing, though. You didn't care at the time. Well, I wasn't going to mention that on air, but right. that's true. <laughs> yeah. So talking trash doesn't it, – it, it's not <laughs> – I you, beat you. Yeah, yep. it's like, yeah, it, it doesn't – but I did. I did whoop your ass, though. You beat me by, like, what? 40, 30. Ooh, that is ass whooping. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, we're, uh, well, Spence, let me feel you. We're in a fantasy football league together. Uh, us, Mike, a couple other people from the Comedy Zone. Burpees in it. <laughs> Burpees in it. He probably got all Redskins. I haven't looked at his team. This is, this is fascinating. <laughs> but, yeah, but they, so, and then uh, we're all in it, and, but it's a, f- nobody paid. No, 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 nobody, it's, it's a, a free, free league, one. and it was an auto draft. And it so was auto draft, like, so you yeah. don't even pick do your you, team. How much do you win? If it's free? You, there's no Nothing. pot. You well, win. What on earth is the point? Bragging rights. Because you win. Moments like these. Right, right, exactly. Where Brian can text me and go, you know I kicked your ass tonight. And I you, get that text. And you say, I said, right. I know you don't care, but I crushed you. Yeah, I'm I'm actually really good at fantasy. I just haven't paid the well, most attention to this. Yeah, but oh, this week? Yeah. Oh, who I'm playing this week? I don't know. Oh, so you, you wait. I'm going to go weird. I'm gonna go chimpanzee on his ass. I think I play you again next week, though. Do I think for some reason, yeah, like last week we played... Then this week I'm playing Burpee, and the next week Are we playing uh, each other twice in three weeks. Each other again. Yeah, because well, there's only eight teams in the league. <laughs> oh, there's so yeah, point. you and I have six more games together. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, Spencer, you to, should do fantasy. Yeah, why? Football, you can do fantasy with anything. Yeah. You don't have to do football. You could do fantasy reality shows. You could bet on you how do. many times somebody's going to cry or say something ridiculous. I you do, do that hockey, with drinking games. Yeah. D- d- it's it's a version of a drinking game, but for football. Yeah, yeah, with points and money. Typically. That would be the longest drinking game ever. You got to drink now, and it's after each game. That'd be ridiculous. What's your favorite drinking game? Like, who, what's one of the times where you drank and you're like, "I shouldn't have played this game" because uh, this happened. Probably too many times. Power Hour. Power Hour was that. It's where you have music playing that changes every minute for an hour, and you take a shot of beer. 
Whoa. Every minute for an hour. <laughs> no, it's hard to finish. Do you still do that? No. <laughs> oh. That was a college thing. Okay, wait. So a shot of beer? Yeah. I would have to play for 36 straight hours to feel anything. It's it's really it's different. Like yeah. I, you 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 might think that, but it hits you very quickly. Every minute you take a shot. Every minute. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's so it's like shots one, of beer. Two. I can see that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But okay. So how many minutes in are you like, ooh? Oh goodness. Uh, real quick. First of all, beer is like very filling, and you know it's uh, has all that carbonation, so you yeah. feel sick <laughs> really ooh. really quickly. But it. I well, don't know. Why like, is that fun again? Um, the music changes every minute. I feel like you, I feel <laughs> like you have to do that without the getting sick part. Yeah, like can't you just drink a beer and listen to music? Can't you drink water and listen to music? <laughs> but it's to get you. It's to get you drunk. Oh. That's the point of it. Mm. It's a drinking game. There, if you if you take any drinking game and like look at it, it's most of them aren't fun. <laughs> like they're just. But but it's method. but you can get drunk without getting like full and ugh. You know that's what I that's what I Not don't like about beer, beer drunk. That's why yeah. I don't like beer drunk. I love well it depends on those. So like craft beers or something, you could drink like two or three of those if you're around like I guess your size. And I feel like you could feel a little buzzed or something because they have such high alcohol th- content. But you take it you you're right. It takes a lot of PBRs or something like that. Somebody my size? What yeah, is that? Size. You know, tiny. Like, the politically correct <laughs> term is fat as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're not fat. You're vain. <laughs> Varicose? <laughs> yes, you're very close. He, we took a picture earlier, and he's like, "Let me see it." Afterwards, he was all stressed. <laughs> oh out. yeah, I have to see because sometimes Brian will take pictures, and I'm like, "I, I look like a schmuck." Well, th- that's that is your here. face. That is not Brian. Yeah, that, that is the, that is today, more. I, your, I didn't look yeah. like a schmuck today because I had my glasses on. Your fake glasses. Uh, yeah, that yeah. You chew on. Yeah, they they have bite marks. And they're yeah, fake. I, I don't. Well, these are not bite marks. Oh, I, okay. I left them in the car, and they got hot, and they kind of bubble up. But you can't see all that in the pictures. Goodness gracious! Yeah, but what I like um, pong. You ever play beer pong? I have. That's, that's dirty. That's nasty. I mean, no, I you played it, but it's nasty. You don't do that anymore. Like that. That stopped my freshman year of college, where you drink out of the the beer. You do it with water, and then you drink drink a beer after. If you, Ooh. yeah. So it's just you're holding your beer and you're playing it, and it's like you have to take a drink. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. So it's not, but yeah, it was disgusting when you first started. I didn't ever play like freshman year because I was like, this is good. well, because I wasn't legal. But yeah. yeah, because it's all over the floor yeah. and there's hair in it and stuff. Yeah. Freaking germs, and herpes. Don't want any of that. There were herpes on the balls. <laughs> you probably. Damn. He's so tickled with himself. <laughs> so pleased. How old are you again? Thirty-six years old, giggling at herpes on on the balls. Herpes old enough balls. to know what, what herpes is. is. Hilarious. Like, herpes on the balls, <laughs> and then in your mouth because you get the herpes. Because you put the herpes <laughs> on the balls, Goodness and then you dunk them in the drink, and then you put them in your mouth. Are we done now? I think we should. Kappa chip. <laughs> can, can, we, can we stop him? <laughs> we just- can you tell what a cappuccino is one more time? What is it, cappuccino? We'll see you guys next week. It's been a great podcast. Thank All right, you y'all. again for... <laughs> Capuchin. Yeah, thanks to Michael Ian Black. Uh, excuse me, thanks to Bill Bellamy. Whoa. <laughs> well, Whoa. Thanks, thanks Whoa. to him just in general. But Michael Ian Black next week. Yeah. And, and thanks a lot to Brian yeah. for whatever that was. Yeah, yeah for just thanks screwing for up. I'll probably, I'll, I'll probably cut that out. Boy, you can't pay the rent this week. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pay the rent this week. Say goodbye, Will. Goodbye, Will. Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the NC Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern, Lisa Barr, and Brian Baltashevitz. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>